0: Hey, it's Slim. And just a heads up before we dive into the podcast today. Yes, we know the audio is a little quiet when it comes to the intros to our segments and also some of the stuff that is played during the segments. That is just a technical issue we cannot get around while broadcasting from home. We do realize it's happening. And thank you to the people who have helped us out to at least get a little bit of the sound to come through there. But have no fear. When you get through like the opens to stuff, our voices will be loud and clear. Thank you for tuning in.
1: man extraordinaire, Kevin James. Woman nearly loses her sight after going 25 years without removing her mascara. Am I the only one who realizes that this story isn't news? It's not news. It's Kevin's news.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, say hello to Kevin James. Kevin. All right, Kevin, before you jump into the news here, quick reminder, if you are looking for a bar or restaurant, that is open for either takeout, call-in, online delivery options, or the purchase of a gift card through their website. Check out our website, thebig999coyotecountry.com. Nine, Click on where it says "Grub and Growlers," uh, brought to you by Coldwell Banker Tomlinson, and you will see a wide variety—hundreds of businesses located by region. By the way, if you're this, this, we added this to our. I don't know if you guys have seen this recently, but. Now it'll say, oh, Spokane Valley, these are open. Coeur d'Alene, these are open. Hayden, these are open. Post Falls. So by location, by area, which makes it so much easier, even Sandpoint, it's just tons of places that you can see that are open that also have clickable links to let you know about hours and all the rest of those things. So all that's located on the big 99.9coyotecountry.com.
1: Yeah, it's a pretty, uh, pretty slick little site there, and it does. It, great, and I have been happy... Uh, how many people I see posting stuff or whatever out and about supporting the local businesses and some great deals, it sounds like, too, where people are just really, everybody's working together, getting through this thing, and we gotta we got to love that. I will give you something you can try at home, and it involves food here in moments, but first, we have to tell you this. It is National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. Nice. Oh, oh, baby. What a good time to have the kids home on National Peanut Butter and Jelly Day. The average American will have eaten over 2,000 peanut butter and jelly sandwiches by the time they graduate high school. (laughs) That's an awesome stat.
2: That is a great stat. Uh, I I was well under the average, so I hope one of you guys was over so it balanced out.
1: I had to be over. Peanut butter and jelly was a staple. It was like the come home. From school, want a snack, and there was nothing. You know, like what can we have for a snack? And my mom would just be like, "Have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich." Okay, perfect. That was a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. They were easy to make on your own. Not worry, about but I, they were nonstop. Slimmy,
0: we did not have peanut butter in Venezuela, so we did not do those growing up. But I've made up for it since being here in the Estados Unidos. In fact, I had a peanut butter and jam sandwich on Tuesday.
1: You didn't have peanut butter. Just they just don't have it there. What's did they do not have it?
0: Do not have it. So weird. We grew up without it, but but again, I mean, since being here, oh baby, I love I love PB and J. So yeah, I had one Tuesday. I'll probably have one either today or tomorrow. It's kind of on the sandwich rotation lunch list right now.
1: And is it the one thing that even as you get older, like when you're a kid and you make a, you know a ham and cheese sandwich you make it like a kid then when you get older you make it like a man you're like oh yeah i want to put some more ham on here some more cheese maybe put you know some condiments something else on it you know pile it high with stuff i feel like the peanut butter and jelly sandwich hasn't changed like you don't do it any different than you would have when you were a kid right
2: i didn't i never ate one peanut butter and jelly sandwich as a kid so i'm out on that i have no idea i am uh, zero for zero on that so
0: I don't know, Slim. Do you make it different now as an adult? I, again, I didn't. I also didn't have them as a child. Not you even, can...
1: not even one before you moved, right? No,
0: I don't. I don't remember ever having them yeah. until I was back mm-hmm. here in the states. Okay,
1: well, it's interesting because I've I went through a stage where I was like, "Well, I'm a man now, and I can eat peanut butter and jelly." So I'd do the thing where I'd put so much peanut butter and so much jelly that I would have got a wooden spoon to my bottom if my mother saw it. But I would do that and think, ha ha ha, I'm a man, I bought this, I can eat my big old thick peanut butter, and then you realize, okay, all you do is have jelly all over you, it's a complete mess, it's just made not to be any, it's just a simple sandwich, just keep it, don't get too crazy with it.
0: So good though, like it's extremely underrated, people love their other sandwiches, PB&J, always good, always good.
2: Once again, your mom is smarter than you.
1: Amen to that. Yes, yes. That's how, it, how it works. So peanut butter and jelly day, please, if you're, you know, hanging out at home today, do it. And by the way, no wonder they are always still so have civil unrest in Venezuela. Slim, they, they've never had peanut butter. I know. No peanut butter. Wow. Yeah. That that would make me revolt against the government as well.
2: Also, this off the text line, peanut butter and jelly. That's my
1: jam.
0: <laughs> I'll, have I'll have one today. I'll have one today.
1: Good work. What kind of jam do you have right now?
0: Raspberry.
1: Raspberry. A favorite for sure. Uh, All right. Well, so there it is. National peanut butter and jelly day. And now we move to something else in the kitchen. How do you feel about Le Whopper de la Quarantine?
0: (laughs) How do I feel about something called Le Whopper de la Quarantine? I've never felt yeah. better about something. This is uh, okay. I've already got I'm, – I'm doing the move because we can't see each other. We're not together. We're obviously all in our own homes. I'm doing the thing where I have a, a legal pad out, and I'm currently licking the end of my pen as to ge- be ready to write. <laughs>
1: okay. Well, Burger King France has revealed how you can get the same Whopper taste while self-isolating. Yes. The Quarantine Whopper or Le Whopper de la Quarantine. (laughs) Also,
0: also, the Whopper is the most underrated fast food hamburger. That is a fact, Jack. It is, again, I'm not saying it's the best fast food hamburger, but it is the most underrated. It's the hamburger that tastes the most like something you could make at home. So this is going to be – this gives me hope, Kev, because I've always thought you could try to make a Whopper at home. Now with a little, a little advice, some tips, I'm in. I'll try it. What do we got?
1: Yeah, well, they say it uh, requires eight ingredients, and it's the bun. Okay. Oh, excuse me, the top bun. Check. Onion. Check. Pickles. Ketchup. Beef patty. Mayonnaise. Lettuce. Tomato. And your bottom bun. Now they say the only issue is your at-home creation won't likely have the chain signature flame grilled taste. Yes, right. That one's a little tough cuz you yeah. don't probably have the the right type of grill, but if you do, you're gonna, you know, if you grill it up, you're gonna be in good shape. They are now asking people to also take pictures of their homemade whoppers and post them on their social media with hashtag Le Whopper de la Quarantine or Quarantine Whopper. <laughs> they will be giving away some Whoppers. Free Whoppers when the world returns back to normal, you'll be able to get your free whoppers. Have you done it's hamburgers? A fun idea.
0: Have you done hamburgers yet for isolation time? No.
2: I have not. I don't oh. know what I'm doing. I now that you say that, I feel like how
0: stupid am I. We've had some really good meals here at the Widmer House the hamburger night had to be one of our happiest nights. It might not have been our best food night, but in terms of just sheer happiness during the course of that evening, the smell of it while it was cooking, the fun of making them and eating them, very summery. The hamburgers were, hamburgers and taco night were probably the two happiest nights food-wise during le quarantine.
1: Yeah, that's, I mean, it's hard to beat, right? I, I said that the other day. I'm not, you know... I'm not going to eat a hamburger right now, but I do still like cooking this stuff, and that's a benefit for T.C. and and my son Coop. And so I I just said the other day, I'm like, man, I should really cook up some hamburgers for you guys on the George Foreman grill. And Cooper said, I bet you won't. And and T.C. was like, yes, please, you should do that. And I'm like, man, would you two at least go to the store and get it? Because I (laughs) am not going to the store, but. So, we'll see. We'll see. If they, if they bring home hamburgers, I will cook them up because you're right, Slim. That sounds delicious.
0: It was my one of my favorite things because Anna, Anna went to the store f- the last time we went. She does not trust me in the grocery store. She thinks that I will touch everything and lick my fingers while touching them and pretty much everything mm. that she's right about. So, mm. she went back and came back with a, a list of things and she had just randomly, out of nowhere, bought the frozen patties. And that was a great thing to throw into the into the basket i'd recommend it for everyone just don't buy all of them because i'm gonna need to get more
2: yep i love it good idea i'll see if i can convince my wife to do that tonight before we do that well we might have leftovers but you know hamburgers man i'm in although slim the most underrated hamburger is the wendy's bacon jalapeno cheeseburger just so you know
1: too fancy of a name to be underrated isn't it
2: no Heavens no!
1: It is exactly what it is,
2: Kevin. It's not. It's not a fancy name. It's just detailed. It's that. That's what's on there. Sure. Bacon, jalapeno, cheese.
1: Boom. Mm-hmm. Makes <sighs> me instantly think highly rated in my mind, just because I love all those things. I'd be like, oh, that's a great hamburger. Uh, are you ready for the final story this hour? It is story some something a little odd that is going on in New York City. New York and City. So- and some other big cities around the country where there's just crowding. People are trying to, you know, stay indoors and do the right thing, social distancing. But yet, they want to get outside and go for a walk. They say the problem is city parks are packed with New Yorkers looking to get some fresh air. It's hard to stay away from people. So some people have turned to going for walks in the cemetery.
2: Oh, they're dying to get in there. Okay,
1: sorry. You can walk for hours and barely see another person, said one woman.
0: Yeah, because they're all dead.
1: I mean, there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're respectful, correct? Uh, That's what she says. Uh, We also wanted to be someplace quiet and less stressful, so the cemetery felt like a better option than a park. And you also don't have to worry about so much crowding and people you know, being more than six feet apart. Real interesting to go for a walk there, but I do understand the math on yeah, it, and yep. it's not the worst idea I've heard.
0: No, it really isn't. And we know someone who mows the cemetery for uh, the Deer Park Cemetery. Our buddy Warren Strong, he mows it. And how well, wild, serious Rose Prairie? But what's that?
1: It's actually the Wild Rose Prairie uh, Cemetery. Cemetery. Oh, I'm sorry. It's it's a very very special in the middle of nowhere one.
0: But how, se- okay, that's even more. How serious does Warren take that job?
1: Very. I, I yeah. think he's pretty serious.
0: Like It's yeah. a big deal to him to make sure that looks good. And like Kevin said, that's a middle of nowhere cemetery. I've got to imagine the middle of everywhere cemeteries. Those people are even double the amount of yeah. passion. You're going to get some of the nicest grass to walk on in any, in any part of America. It's going to be like walking on a baseball field.
2: Yeah, and I'm assuming they probably have walkways. I bet you never even have to get on the grass. You can probably just walk around the uh, the little walkways or the roads. I mean, you know, like most yep. of those really big cemeteries have paved roads that run all the way through them. So you could walk. I'm thinking about like the one where my father-in-law is. It is gigantic. It's probably on, I don't know, 30 acres. It's huge. And there's just gigantic roads you could walk on all over the place. You never have to touch the grass.
1: Yeah, it's not a bad idea. Of, I mean, I don't know if it's something I'm gonna do because I think we're fortunate. We have enough, you know, enough land around here. We don't have this problem. But yeah, we're a little spread out. Cities where it's all congested like that. It's uh, it's not the craziest thing I've heard of. When I first saw it, I was like, oh, I don't. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, you're, you're not wrong.
2: I literally thought you were gonna say people are just walking around their the border of their like their lots. I realized then in New York most of those people probably have apartments and they don't have a you know have a yard. But I was right. thinking like Slim has a fenced in backyard. So like he's just literally walking around the inside of the fence. Like how many times would yeah. you have to make a lap to oh make it
0: gosh. even worthwhile? Oh, I would get dizzy. <laughs> <laughs> Jake,
2: Kevin, and <clears throat> Kevin show
1: Jay Daniels right let us know how you feel about it taste that country goodness Kevin James (laughs) Jay and Kevin show right taste their country goodness the Jay and Kevin show on the big 99.9 Coyote Coyote
2: Country. Country
0: It's a listener letter. You wrote it down. We picked it up and we're reading it now. Going to find out if we can help at all. And we're going to see if you can help with your calls. It's going to be fun and it's going to be great. So let's get to it. No need to wait. It's a listener letter, don't you know. And we're reading it here on the Jane Kevin Show.
1: All right, Kevin. Well, this one says good morning, guys. So I need a little friendly advice to tell me if I'm crazy or not. My wife and I started watching the Tiger King together. We got through episode three, and I'm itching to watch the rest of it. Problem is, she's an RN and has been working a ton of hours, including doing some of the COVID testing. When she's home, she hasn't wanted to watch it. I said I was going to just end up watching it during the week while she's gone. She said, no way, we're watching it together. Well, I'm tired of it all getting spoiled on social media, so I'm considering watching it while she's gone and not telling her. And then when we watch it, when she's ready, I'll just play dumb. It's risky, but desperate times call for desperate measures, right? Jeremy.
0: Good news for Jeremy. This is the ultimate show that you can't, three episodes in, get spoiled on. So he's going to be good on this. There's nothing on social media that is going to spoil Tiger King for him because it's not a TV show, right? It's a documentary, true crime. He needs to wait. He He absolutely needs to wait.
1: So it is funny because I think I maybe felt that way a little bit when you kept saying uh, there were so many people talking about it and I hadn't seen all of it yet. And I was like, oh, man, I feel like I know a lot of what happens, you know. But then when you watch it, there's just so much in your own mind that you have to make up and decide. You know what I mean? Like it's not – you might know some of the story, but you still – yeah. You don't even have an idea. <laughs>
0: uh, those true crimes, those true crimes whether it's making a murderer or Tiger King, and I'm trying to remember the other one, I can't remember it off the top of my head, but they are fine to have seen stuff and wait. But it's things like you don't want to do that with Avengers Endgame or Infinity War. That will ruin it. But he's good. Like Jeremy is good. Wait. For your wife. I will also mm. tell you that show is hard to watch twice. So the faking it is going to be way too hard for Tiger King. You're going to get bored the second time through. He needs to wait for her and thank the Lord, thank the good Lord, that there is so much on Netflix to watch right now that is not Tiger King for him to fill the time.
1: Yeah, and it sounds to me like that may be just an excuse on his part, the whole, oh, it's getting spoiled for me. It sounds like he just wants to watch it. Don't do it. I mean, you go, go ahead, dude, but you, I mean... There's a couple ad- advice. I mean, Devin on Facebook says, yeah, I think you got to do it. Just watch it, man. Followed by Sarah, who says, I mean, it's not like the shock wears off. You'll be fine. Spoiler. Carol did it. <laughs> then it moves on to Rick, who says, I did that once. All caps. I highly recommend not doing it. <laughs> yeah. He's learned the hard way.
2: Yeah, she's Christina text that in it. too, Kevin. I did it one time, felt horrible, tried to pretend and never did it again. Not worth it. Yeah, don't do it. Uh, Tony says, hey, man, she's uh, in the medical profession right now doing COVID testing. She gets, she wins. She gets to do whatever
1: she wants. Yeah, there's a lot of people on that on Facebook saying the same thing. They're like, hey, come on. She's out there doing doing the deal. Laura has a different angle. I've never understood the whole "we have to watch it together." It's just lame. Just watch it when you both want to watch it, and then talk about it when you're done. Oh, Which, okay. Couldn't disagree I mean, more. Yeah, I think that's
0: I, the worst take I've heard.
1: Yeah, that's you. Yeah, if, I don't. If you don't understand
2: what it's like to watch with somebody, you're not watching with the right person.
0: I think
1: that it's it's just one of those that. I mean, if it works for Laura, I don't. It i understand how that might work for her it wouldn't work for me and it sounds like it wouldn't work for you guys at all now to do that i've done it before with a movie or something where i've seen it and then someone else has seen it and then you talk about it and it's still awesome but i don't know those series especially because it's such a it's not that hard of one to watch because it's only seven episodes
2: yeah, and I just think that she wants to share it with him because she, it's something she wants to share. It's not that they both just want to watch the show. They want to share something, and that, that's the whole difference. It's not like, oh, I want to watch this show. I'll We'll talk about it okay. later. And we want to share the actual experience of watching it. Yeah. That is the whole difference.
1: Devil's advocate here. Then how come every time when she's home, he asks and she doesn't want to watch it? Maybe does she's she tired. Really, does she really?
2: Well, maybe that's I mean, just a conversation if, sh- he I should ask her. If hey, she, if you don't want to watch it, I'll watch it without you. Yeah, I mean, she, then you're off the hook.
0: If she asked him not to, then she obviously wants to watch it with him.
1: Yeah. Right. How long do you give her if she keeps saying, I don't know, I don't feel like watching it tonight? How long does it last before he gets to have that next conversation of, okay, if we don't start watching it again, then I'm going to. And like we said, if you watch episode four. One week. you're probably You're probably locked in. You give her a week. Okay. One week.
2: Yeah, I mean, I feel like that. Then have the conversation in a week. There's got to be something else to fill your time. Or you can just do what Randy said. You just watch it, then you soak your TV and your computer in sardine oil and feed it to the kittens.
0: It's true. Yeah, one week, Perfect. find something else to watch in those times. And then if after a week, that's a long time.
2: Yeah, you either that or you say, "Hey, well, you know what? I, yeah, that is a long time." You could say, "Hey, I'm going to start binge watching this." Yeah, one one week
0: is. You the, watch that with me? One week is a great rule because it's the original television episode progression, right? right. You watch it. Yep. Oh, we episode was on Tuesday. It's like Survivor, from Wednesday to Wednesday.
1: More than fair. fair. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a good rule. So that maybe that's it for him. Uh, take that advice, Jeremy hold off for another week, give her a week. And then after that, then you need to just kind of lay it out there that I'm going to end up watching this on my, or just stick to your plan, which is wait a week and then secretly watch it and never tell her. <laughs> and you go ahead and sleep man, it's every be, night knowing you're a liar.
0: And it's going to be hard <laughs> to watch tiger King twice and fake
1: the reaction that yeah, you can't be fake, hard. Oh
0: man,
2: there's too much weirdness in there. You will not be able to fake your original reaction. To that weird show. Because there's too much weirdness. Yeah. It's too bizarre. The first, once you've seen it, you can't unbizarre your mind. Because in your <laughs> mind, you're going to already go, oh, this is weird. This is where she says that.
1: Yes. And it, maybe not one of those, you know, when you watch something and you're like, yeah, it's, it's when you watch it the second time, you catch a lot of stuff you didn't catch the first yeah. time. Yeah. I'm actually good not catching anything else. <laughs> <laughs> I saw enough. Jay, Kevin, That's enough, all right.
2: The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. We interrupt this program to bring you a special news bulletin. I just got this Uh off of Twitter three minutes ago. Heavy traffic in Airway Heights with a delay of two minutes. Oh, my God. Kevin James. Two
1: minutes. (laughs) Two minutes minutes
2: delay. Thank thank goodness you posted that. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Coyote Coyote Country. Country. On Facebook Live, uh, throughout the last few days or week or so, we have been doing these virtual studio C's in which we allow one of the country artists to take over our Facebook Live, and they do uh, do some acoustic stuff from their homes where everybody seems to be locked down and hunkered down in their their home studios. Some are just in, simply in a corner of their living room. Uh, today, Scotty McCreary at 520 this afternoon. So
1: that's going to be it's for- free. Uh, yeah, Tyler Farr yesterday, not able to do it from his home. Did you see that? I saw. Where was he? Uh, like at the little gas station down the road or something, I think, because he's like, yeah, can't my, get a signal. Uh, my country internet ain't good enough for streaming, I guess. I guess, yeah,
2: that was funny.
1: He was like, I, uh, it ain't it ain't good enough for streaming. It does a lot of other stuff, but I guess it can't do this streaming. So Yeah, that's so Tyler Farr. Here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> that's that is is- perfect. <laughs> I like when he started yesterday, this on anybody out there. Oh, one, two, he yeah. starts counting the people as they get on. I'm like, okay, Tyler, you're not going to count. keep counting. Are
1: you? He was like, this is real weird for me. I, I'm not, I'm not used to this, but he did a great job and, uh, ended up, you know, there, those are a lot of fun. Scotty McCurry today, I'm sure will be awesome. Yeah. He probably has good internet. He's a young, he's a young fella. Yeah.
2: He's going to figure it out. All right. Let's check him right now. Here we go.
0: All right, Slimmy. Ricky sent our first one in on the air at jayandkevin.com. Jay and Kevin, would you give up wearing socks for the rest of your life to have the quarantine end for you and 20 other people of your choosing? Uh, No. Sure. All right, next email. Jan Kevin, my <laughs> I mean, roommate's I mean. boyfriend is quarantined with us. This is from Candy, by the way. My roommate's boyfriend is quarantined with us. He stays to himself and is super polite. He's never in my way and is respectful of my space and my stuff. But am I a bad person if I ask him to split the rent this month? Mm. Wait, so he? how did he get there? He must just be staying with her roommate just says my roommate's boyfriend is quarantined with us. I stays oh. to himself and is super polite. He's never in my way and respectful of my space and my stuff. Am I a bad person to ask oh. him to split the rent?
2: I mean, you make somebody else ask him. Like, well, hey, since he's staying here, don't you think you should, he should pay the rent and then let, <laughs> let at, the other person ask?
0: At least he's not being a slob and like just taking over. But right. I, yeah. I, don't, I don't think you're a terrible person for asking him. I no, feel like he should have already offered, right? He's already, he's staying
2: there. He should have already offered, but because he didn't, yeah, I think you're off the hook and asking.
1: Well, I would hope he's buying some groceries and doing all that stuff to help out, because that's yeah. where he really. I mean, the rent, you know, is probably paid already. Like it's, if you go into the well, we just started a new month. Like yes, that's yes, that's a little weird. You're rolling into a new month now. You probably should try to figure something out. Yeah. And I'm guessing you're there for the whole month.
2: Right. And he could make it like you said, Kevin, he could make it better. He could fix it if he just said, Hey, I I feel bad, you know, living here yeah. without paying rent. So at least let me buy the next round of groceries. Then she's probably gonna be okay with it. But I mean, you kind of gotta do something. And if they're not doing something, then you have to force them to do something. And it whether gets, it's rent or groceries or whatever it is.
0: And you're walking the thin that that tight line of her sentence, that says, he stays to himself and is super polite. You might right. lose that as soon as he pays money to you for living space. Yeah. Uh, I'm hoping that a guy, the guy, like she said, he's very respectful. I'm hoping that he's bringing other stuff to the table, like maybe cleaning or doing some cooking or buying groceries or something.
1: Yeah, contribute a little bit to the overall household, even if you're not contributing with the rent. Because in fairness, I mean, you and the other roommate are already splitting the rent. So she's, you know, kind of, I guess that part works out. And he's probably paying rent somewhere else, which is a real problem.
0: Yep, big time. And how happy is his roommate?
1: I was going to (laughs) say. Yeah.
0: That guy's living the dream life right now. Empty house and someone's helping pay for the rent. Okay, boys, this one came from Jeannie. It's the Janine or Genie? Jan Kevin, who has the best catalog of feel-good music for times where I need some feel-good music? Ha ha, Genie. Wow. Oh, that's
1: a wow. That's a tough question. I mean, Chesney. Chesney's got oh, a, a lot answer. of feel-good music. It's yeah, a, Island. Argue, argue with that? With a lot of and just a lot of upbeat songs. Yeah. I mean, he talked about that. When we saw him in concert, he was like, man, I got to a point now where I can do a two and a half hour show and not sing yeah. one slow song if I don't want to. So
0: I don't know enough about his catalog, but I'm I'm already, now that I think about it, I know two songs came to mind that would just go the other way. Does McGraw have enough feel good songs that if you're listening to all of his music, it counterattacks the ones that are so sad they were going to make you depressed immediately?
2: Well, I mean, you'd be able to choose, though, right? You wouldn't have to listen to the slow songs unless you're just saying, you know, click Tim McGraw and play all. Right. Then, yeah, you're right. You would get it, you know, don't take the girl, and you'd get some of that where you're like, oh, geez, or, you know, I'm my next live like you were dying.
0: Yeah, I see. (laughs) But does he have enough good ones? Does he have enough truck yaz out there?
1: (laughs) (laughs) He probably does to put together a pretty outstanding playlist, although I still think Chesney would be The winner in that one, I'm trying to think if there's anybody else that has enough upbeat stuff. Keith
0: Urban has some pretty good upbeat stuff and a lot of music. Yeah.
2: And that's what you have to find is somebody who's got a really huge library of their own because otherwise, you know, you're going to run into way too many slow songs because somebody's going to at some point have something there that you go, oh, forget that. I'm not listening to that right now.
1: I would maybe put Alan Jackson in there. Yeah,
2: he has a lot of happy songs except for Remember When.
1: Kev, your boy – Your boy has a good catalog of decent stuff,
0: Uh, but you're right. Alan Jackson, now that you say that, when you have a haircut like that, you have to have upbeat songs.
1: Right. You can't have that haircut and not be an upbeat guy.
0: (laughs) Yeah, Eric Church, though, I think could get enough upbeat, like the sound for sure, upbeat enough that you will not be disappointed.
1: Yeah, he's got a decent number of them for sure.
0: Uh, finally, boys, we go to uh, one last email for you. Jane, Kevin, are you playing any games with your family that you'd recommend? We've decided we're going to spend some of our cash this week on games online. There you go. Well, are you guys playing any games right now at uh, I guess family or friends? Wow.
2: wow, that's a good question. We have not done any of those, uh, especially online. We haven't done any. We haven't done. Oh, they're just going to buy the the like board game and then go uh, get them or that's have them what or something.
0: That's what I'm assuming. I'm assuming okay. they're getting like hitting up the the Amazon or something.
2: We have not done any uh, board games. We're not we're not that into board games necessarily. But um, we oh, act take that back. We played one one night, and nobody was that into it. So we elected to start watching the Marvel series. Kevin,
1: Uh well, Pictionary. I played a few oh. rounds of Pictionary. That's uh, fun. I did that. Nice with Judy's girls as well. That's what we did too. And that's a pretty fun, easy one for everybody to get involved with. And uh I want to play Codenames. We started talking about that the other day. Coop and I were going to play it. Just to check that one out. It's it's a fun board game. And then the other thing that I've been wanting to do is bingo. Just regular bingo? Yep. Just a couple of us get together, play bingo. I might even do it uh, in like a Zoom with my my family or whatever. For sure
2: you could do that easy on Zoom.
1: Just everybody get their little card printed out and let's play bingo. I yeah.
0: love
2: that. Oh, that's a
1: good one. Slimmy. We, see, all of our games require like
0: three or four people, and it has been the number one discussion point with my buddies. We're all like, how can we convince our wives mm-hmm. to let us all be quarantined together, and then that way we can just have game night every single Night of the week, which is, I think my dream. I think it's, my, I think it's my dream, just to have game night every single night. But we only have like just Anna and I. So there's been a lot of card games. We've been playing a lot of card games. And that's kind of our go-to simple stuff. Like Skippo has been a good one for us. But I'm craving some of these other games I have in my game closet. We just need we need Olivia to grow up.
2: I was going to say, she's probably just terrible at
0: games right now. I mean, she'll be old enough to play, it, play him by the time quarantine's done, but I'll have forgotten <laughs> the rules by then.
2: One more person who you have, uh, the library that you can go to with upbeat songs, Luke Bryan.
0: Oh, well, duh. He uh-huh. sings a song about catfish dinner.
2: And we'll play him now.